What's up, everybody? Brad here, taking a walk, so I'm trying to be a little bit quiet at first. Um, I want to talk about EQ equalization and why it's important. I talked about it a little bit the other day, um, but but I don't think I really got too in depth on it. So I was just kind of working on a little idea of a beat, and um, I've noticed a lot of producers start with the drums. You know, for me, it's a little bit usually starting with the synths and samples and stuff. And then I circle back to the drums, but trying to start with the drums on this one. So I'm basically EQing everything. Um, and what you want to do is you want to start by removing frequencies before you start adding stuff. Now, again, there's there's really no rules to this. I mean, it's like your song. If you want to boost a frequency 12 decibels, like if it sounds good do it like don't feel like you have to take out frequencies just because that's what everybody says um but it does help and the reason why is like you know a lot of let's say you got a synth pad there could be a lot going on around you know the two to four hundred hertz range that you might not even hear um if you're doing rap you might not want those frequencies to be there because you want your kick to hit harder and you want your sub bass to hit harder. So if you're able to notch out those frequencies in the synth pad, so another reason why doing the audio stuff as you're walking around isn't the best idea. That's some noise going off. But um, yeah, so if you take those frequencies out of your synth pad, it just gives you more real estate. And that's what you're trying to do is just kind of create, you know, so every sound that you put in, Figure out what's the most important part of that sound. What makes that sound awesome? Take out everything else because you're going to fill it up somehow. If you don't fill it up, you got great extra space and your recordings will sound a lot more open. That's it. What's up? Brad with DIY Music. And um, I was just making a beat and... Uh, some something occurred to me that I think can be valuable to to everybody, and that's kind of what this whole channel or station is based around. Um, so this probably kind of echoes a post I did earlier, but really just uh, getting the most out of the least in your beats because um, you need all the space you can get. So I was working on something, and I had a couple little accents here and there that were like full of reverb and stuff and as the idea progressed and I started adding different instruments and things like that um I couldn't even hear the stuff which is okay sometimes but it also has to be adding value so when it when I realized that it wasn't adding value I just essentially just took it out you don't need it um and that's pretty much it you know go you know, once you're I don't know, every time you kind of land on something that sticks in your beat, go back and check everything else out and see if there's anything that's not cohesive because the whole thing needs to be completely unified with as much open space as possible. The more open space you give the beat, the more the rapper's going to have to make it an awesome song. Emotion. Emotion. So once you have the rapper, add the vocals to the beat. That's when you start, you know, 
formatting it to fit what they're saying. And, uh, you know, it might be tough if you don't know what they're saying, if it's in a different language, but I was just listening to Memories Live. The uh, I've listened to a lot of high tech recently. And uh, just I, I've always been a fan of his production style. And I just noticed that, uh, you know, on Memories Live, you can check it out. It's about, uh, I think it's on the second verse, where Talib starts talking about his parents splitting up. And high tech drops the bass out for a second, just because that was like a little bit of an emotional part right there. And uh, as a producer, those are the things you need to be looking out for. Not necessarily as you're first creating the beat, but once it gets into its final stages, you got to be emotionally in touch with what the rapper's saying and sculpt it around that. Because ultimately, we're not making just just beats. Like we're we're making songs. Songs are emotional. What's up, everybody? Brad here with DIY Music, and uh, just wanted to kind of level set here a little bit. So, so far, I've been talking about a lot of beats, a lot of hip-hop production. Um, Just wanted to let everybody else know that that's not all that I'm going to be talking about. You know, um, there's the business aspect of it. There's other genres of music, and I write a lot. You know, I just kind of go in whatever direction feels right, and I like to kind of bounce around a lot. So, um eventually i'll probably you know start writing some more chill wave type stuff some more acoustic singer songwriter i also do some bass centric grunge type stuff and that stuff is under the name shaky bear if you want to check that out i did that ages ago though so you know judge away on those mixes but i've i've gotten better and that was actually what was the impetus for me to get better was how garbage some of those mixes sounded and actually that was the the mixes that sounded the worst was when i was first learning how to mix so don't lose heart if you start learning stuff and find that your mixes sound even worse um you know just keep just keep going um you know i i had one song that like the hi-hats were just (laughs) like it'll make your ears bleed um and i got better you know I, i i learned from it but Back to talking about beats and stuff, I think it's good to make that mental switch. So, you know, because it's, it's so easy for a lot of hip-hop producers just to think like, I oh, make beats and make beats, you know, just that word constantly. And if you just kind of switch a little bit and think like, no, I mean, yeah, I make beats, but it's songs. I, I write songs. And just making that mental switch, regardless of what the industry calls it, it's still it's still a song. You're basically writing half a song, and I think that you need to think of it like that too. Um, and so as I was kind of structuring this latest beat out, what I was doing was um, still just removing stuff. And that's why it, it takes me so long to complete a beat. You know, where, you know, that famous Kanye line where he's like five beats a day for three summers. Like, yeah, you can do, you know, I it, it depends on your level. You know, if you're sampling stuff and you're just throwing some drums behind it. Yeah, you could knock out five beats a day. No problem. And I'm sure I could, you know, I could probably make one in 30 seconds. It's not going to be as good, though, and it's not going to be as intricate as a beat that I spent, you know, a, a long time on. But either way, you got to do whatever works for you. So what i'm doing here is i've got you know like different hi-hats and just constantly you know before i even think about exporting stuff to start mixing it in pro tools i'm using native instruments machine and i'm still just like 
moving around the the hi-hats and the kick drum and like you know even though i was dead set on the snare that i actually like i don't know half custom made is a is a combination of all these different you know snare sounds that i kind of melded into the one snare i realized that it might have gotten a little bit boring after a while so i added another snare and i even tried fully replacing it in certain parts randomly and then I figured out that it was better just as an accent snare and leaving the other one in the whole time. So just keeping that level of detail and then I, I think the more intricate you can make things, and I don't mean like needlessly complex, I mean just like it's not always just the same four bars repeating for you know three and a half to four minutes. There's subtle changes in there and I'm also not talking about a damn beat drop where everything stops, although you gotta have that too. I'll you know, just like half, you know, I divide everything up. So like verse one, I do verse one, part one, verse one, part two. And that's a great way to, you know, it's, if you have like an extra synth that you kind of started out with, you know, it adds something, but it doesn't, you know, you don't quite know where to put it. Try putting it in the verse one, part two section, right? For the chorus, because you want to try to keep the listener engaged every few bars and and do something different but um yeah i guess that's about it i four and a half minutes here and uh yeah they're, they're, I'm, I'm loving talking about music because there's no shortage of stuff for me to talk about hit me up with questions if you want or any subjects you want me to cover my email is the national pool p-o-o-l at gmail.com peace